Welcome to the Rooted Deep Podcast. I am your co-host, Mr. Carl Bourne Jr. And I am your co-host, Paula Chang. We're really excited that you joined us here for fresh new content each and every week where we get to share not only the stuff that we're learning, but we also get to help you learn new things. Each and every week we pick a book and we talk about some topics from that book and talk about how not only it's helped us enhance our lives, but how it could also help you enhance your life so that you get to be the person you're meant to be and reach your potential. We hope that you are able to receive not only what you wanted to get from this, but we also get to help somebody else's life change. So give this like, share, subscribe, share it out to your friends. Just help everybody know that they too can enhance their lives. Welcome to another episode of the Rooted Deep podcast. Uh, as always, my name is Paula Ching, and I'm joined by the one and only co-host, Dr. Soon to be Dr. Carl Bourne Jr. We've been going over The Wealthy Gardener by John Support. And John, hit us up. Send us a DM at the rootedpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll get you on. Anyway, jumping right with Carl, you feeling good? I'm good, man. I'm good. Life is good. I can't complain. Things are good on this side. It's 40 degrees and getting colder, so just huh. another day in Michigan. I have no sympathy for you. Uh, me either. Me either. <laughs> now, I found myself this morning, like, asking myself why it is that I chose to still live in this wonderful state. It's cold. And it's supposed to snow next Thursday. That's what really has me tight. So I hope you got your boots ready. I got the Tims out. I got the Tims <laughs> out. Timberland, if you hear me, Timberland, if you hear me, sponsor your boy. I got the Tims out. I had the coat out and everything the other day. But really the windshield today, man. Anyway, let me not complain about the weather. Important things. So um, if you caught us on the last episode, we actually spoke about intangible forces. It was important because we talked about the things that we're unable to control or we not, we're not able to grasp or they can't be touched, right? And yet they're the things that have a control over our life, right? Things that we can't see, things that we cannot control, but they have control over our lives. And uh, if you didn't get to listen to that, um, go on, listen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is, Android, listen to podcasts, go on there and listen to that episode. Trust me, it was fire. I know. Um, and it spoke volumes. But today we're going to talk about two extremely, if if anything, probably the two most important things we've spoken about Um in this book so far and the reason they're important because they center around one's personal growth right and we're going to talk about personal growth from john Sephora's um the wealthy gardener's perspective and then we're going to talk about wealth seasons right and um i'm going to start off with the wealth seasons if that's okay with you man but the wealth seasons one it it really hit for me because I think to a certain extent, right? To a certain extent, I had always assumed that wealth is supposed to be something that you put in enough work and you can accumulate 
very quickly, like radioactively, right? So it's a little slow at the beginning, but then out of nowhere, it's just all gonna pick up and take off. But in the book, the wealthy gardener split wealth seasons or seasons of wealth into three different acts, right? The first act uh, was usually when somebody's between zero to 30 years old, and um, that's called the season of financial stability. And financial stability is just about learning how to survive. We know it. I don't know if you know it, Carl. I know it. Learning how to survive in this day and age, man, at this age, man, it's like we find ourselves making financial decisions that maybe people in their 50s or 60s do not comprehend or they cannot fathom. Or we find ourselves wondering, man, like, how are we living paycheck to paycheck? Or why are things so tight? Or how is it that I'm putting in all this work financially, but the fruits of my labor are not present, right? That's just because act one, a phase one of the wealth season is about learning how to survive. And then John goes on to mention um, act two, which is between the ages of 30 and 60 which is a season of financial accumulation. So this season consists of just what the name says, accumulating money, stacking your coin, putting your bags together, making sure that you're able to actually, you're now in a place where you consistently, you got a career, you got a job that does more than just make you live on the edge, right? You're not eating ramen for dinner anymore, right? You can afford to step out two, three, four times a week, but, but, this is more about being able to work towards your goals, accumulating the money to buy back your time. And then act three, season three of wealth was the financial independence. And this one essentially comes down to being able to live comfortably in retirement from the fruit, from the earnings you got during act two, financial accumulation, right? So these are the three seasons of wealth that the wealthy gardener kind of broke down in the book. And I'm just gonna start off by saying, I'm definitely in phase one, the financial stability. How about you, Carl? Yeah, man, um, I think it's very interesting the way he broke it down into the different seasons, just because I, I feel like that's one of those things, like it's just kind of like the, I guess if you wanna call it like the laws of nature or even just, you know, just the way of the world, because, like, not just from a wealth standpoint, but just, like, in life in general, you know, like, there are seasons, you know. I mean, you just talked about the fact that you guys are expecting snow next week, you know. Like, winter is coming, you know. Right now it's fall. Well, I don't know for, for Michigan. Y'all might just have winter. I don't know if y'all get a fall. It's just cold all the time. But there are seasons, you know what I'm saying? Like. There's fall, there's winter, there's summer, there's spring. Like, And so it makes sense that if you're trying to accumulate wealth, that there would also be different seasons for that. And I think that that's so important for us to remember because a lot of people get so caught up in thinking that success and wealth is microwavable. You know, when it really it's like having a crockpot meal, you know, like, you got to put the ingredients in, you know, and, and you got to let that bad boy simmer. You got to give it time before it's ready, you know. Um, I think for myself right now, financial stability as well. Um, I think I'm, you know, just actively 
even though I'm in school, like I'm actively thinking about what I can do to, uh, you know, continuously save or put away money or at least like make my money be worth something. And, you know, I've been thinking a lot as well about the future and, and, and graduating, like what I would want to do with, with my money and my salary and, and just different things that I could do in order to, you know, just grow what I have and start making more strides towards that overall and long-term wealth goal. You know what I mean? Um, but there's definitely seasons. I definitely think that this episode for sure should have people thinking about what seasons, you know, that they're in, in terms of trying to accumulate wealth, but also being mindful of the fact that if you're on the path to trying to create wealth or trying to create success or happiness or whatever it is for yourself, you have to be mindful that sometimes it literally is just a matter of time. You know, it's not anything you're doing or not doing. It's just a matter of time. And we have to be patient with ourselves and be willing to be realistic and say, okay, I'm doing as much as I possibly can right now to get towards whatever goal it is that I have for myself. And now it's just a matter of time and patience. No, I hear that. It's a matter of time, yo. And something that I think that many of us fail to even consider, right, is that during our moments of putting together, so use that crockpot analogy, in our time of actually cutting the ingredients and prepping the meal, right? It's so easy to get caught up in seeing the potential of the meal that we start to hype up what it's going to be like. We're chopping the onions and we're like, "Mm, this is going to be fire, right? And you get everything together and you're like, yo, this smells wonderful. But maybe because you get so caught up in that, you forget to actually do maybe some tiny things here and there that don't seem major, right? Right at the beginning but they don't they're not major and then like as as the food cooks and it goes longer and longer you realize at the end yo i i definitely miss something why because you maybe were looking at that picture you're you have that image in your head and that image in your head became what you thought reality was yeah you feel me yep and you know everything i i definitely don't try to preach anything that i myself have not experienced um but let me let me tell you this this used to be an extreme struggle for me this used to be an extreme struggle for me um what's what's that phrase ah oh, man it's this age old phrase that's like don't spend the money before it's in your hand something like that it's 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 the same kind of concept right uh-huh. don't, don't enact the dream before it actually happens like you can work towards it you can envision it right? But don't make plans on what you think the future is going to be. Just work on what you have now to make the future what it will be. Do you get what I'm saying there? Yeah, for sure. And I know, like for me, I used to struggle with that because I always like entrepreneurship, learning how to like do life on my own, being my own boss. These were things that I grew up just thinking, you know, I want to have that one day, right? And especially now, Something I struggle with now, too, with my girl and everything is, yo, I want her to have the world and then some. 
I want her to have the opportunities that maybe she did not have growing up. I want her to have, op, you know, opportunities that maybe were not presented to her. Not that she can't get them on her own, but for me, I want to be able to have the freedom to choose what she wants to do. Right. And I say that just simply because I fully understand that as a man, some things are tend to be a lot easier for us. Meaning, meaning society and the world have presented opportunities to us where they wouldn't personally give to them. Like, right we can choose to be a father and a professional you know what i'm saying but i've noticed for a lot of women it's like you got to choose to be a mom or a professional like the two right now yeah you got to really hone in on what's going on right now because the time for that success will come right putting in the work the time for that success will come maybe it's going to be 10 years from now five years from now 15, 20 years from now, but the time for that will come. But I can't move every day now as if like I'm already in that 15, 20 year mark because mm -hmm. I gotta be able to perfect what's going on here. We perfect the little things, we become disciplined in little things now, then the opportunity for the big things will present itself. And then that's how we take it to the next level. For many of our listeners, um, just hearing that and maybe you find yourself maybe you can see yourself in the season that you know you are at season one and you want to be in two or three you know that where you are now is definitely not the <clears throat> the end goal that's not the end of the road remember that you have to continuously remind yourself it's going to come you have to continuously remind yourself that it will happen for you right i put up this um post on instagram yesterday uh that i'm a big fred hammond guy and so there's that song called no weapon right and the song says no weapon forms against me shall prosper and i put that up on instagram because i i, I use that as a reminder to say that yo like the time for prospering the time for succeeding the time for winning is gonna be on the other side of the battle that doesn't mean the battle's not gonna happen that doesn't mean it's not gonna be hard that doesn't mean you're not gonna have trials or tribulations that doesn't mean that you're gonna have some down days in school or in your profession that doesn't mean that you're gonna wake up sometimes wondering how you're gonna make ends meet that's not what that means success is all about learning out of discipline because we learn you, can I tell you something magical, Carl? Let me tell you something magical. Please. Magical. Bro, and this is how I know growth is happening. And, you know, I, I love my girl. And if she hears this and wants to come at me, babe, I'm sharing, right? So one of the things for me is, has been having to get her to switch how she looks at money. Right? And I say this because um, it used to be a season of, well, we gotta save every single penny, or well, let's think about spending this here, or let's think about well, whatever this, this, and that, and it almost became a stressing point because now it's like I can't even spend a dollar without thinking what's gonna happen here because money's what a tool, right? It's not something that controls our life; it's only something that presents us more opportunities in our lives. The less of it you have, the less opportunity. And access to the world around you doesn't mean you don't have a life. It just means you have less access. So something happened the other day, Carl. We were we run a business, and previously, um, this would have been a situation where she would have been tripping. She would have been tripping, right? But um, 
as as the books guy, the money guy in our business, I honestly somehow we got an accountant. And so I kind of neglected to kind of count up some stuff, right? And I, we'd had a conversation with the accountant saying that at the end of the month, there'd be a charge that would come out the business account, right? Completely forgot about this, Carl. Completely forgot about this. I'll be real with you. Completely forgot about it, right? And so we're sitting there um, at a restaurant. We're eating, and this charge comes up for this certain amount, right? And it's not a small amount, right? We're running with some big boys. And so this charge comes out, and I'm like, oh, damn, dang, dang. I forgot about that. And I noticed something that happened right there. This is, this is how seasons, right? See, she'd learned how to discipline herself with the small amounts so that when the large amount came out, she looked at it and said, oh, well, that's just an investment into the future we're building, right? That's what it costs for us to have the life we want to have. And getting used to paying the price now, getting used to investing into what it costs now is what provided her that perspective. And so for y'all listening, I want you to think about it this way. I want you to think about it this way, right? The things that happen to you will happen for you. Mercy. I'm not going to start preaching. But the things that happen to you right now are happening for you, right? You, you, if you listen to Intangible Forces last episode, you get where I'm going with this. The things that happen to you happen for you. So the season you're in right now, right? It's, it's not one that's going to dictate where your life will end up. It's simply going to show you the direction of where it could go. Meaning you see where it could go and you have a choice to make. You could go one way or another way. That, that's really what it's doing. But with that understanding in mind, do what you got to do now so that you can get into phase two, so that you can get into phase three, so that you can get into that retirement, enjoying the money you accumulated, enjoying the freedom you have, enjoying the time you bought back. Enjoying to get to have, and I have a thing with Tuesday mornings, but getting your Tuesday mornings back, getting to reclaim that time so that you can do what you want to do when you want to do it. So that's what I'm going to say about that. You got anything else to add about that? Uh, nah, man, I feel like, you know, you <laughs> you said you weren't going to preach, but you preach, man. Like, I didn't mean to that. How, how, how am I supposed to follow up after that? You know, fire, Mercy. <laughs> more fire. All right, let's talk about personal growth really quickly. All right, cool. All right. Yo, and for those of y'all who do not know, personal growth could be personal development. And you guys are lucky and blessed because you have a personal development guru on this podcast. It's not me. Oh my gosh. You have a who is personal it? development guru. <laughs> on this podcast and it's not me oh my gosh right so let me say my piece so i don't i don't feel like i gotta like follow up the heat he's gonna serve you i don't know what he's gonna <laughs> say, but i just know let me get my piece out real quick all right <laughs> go ahead bro the process of improving or getting better that that's what personal growth is right and in the book in the book uh, the gardener said that the impossibilities of today can become the realities of tomorrow. Meaning, meaning what may seem impossible today doesn't necessarily mean it will be impossible tomorrow. Right? There was a time when having a light bulb in your house is impossible. There was a time that 
having a car was impossible. There was a time that, oh, oh, let me shout out for my countrymen. There was a time that running a marathon in under two hours was impossible. You see what I did there? Yo, that was insane. Insane. Right? But becoming a master, becoming a master gardener, as he says in the book, right? Becoming a master of your craft, becoming a master of yourself requires not only a lot of learning, but a lot of discipline. As plants grow towards the sun, human beings should always grow towards their fullest potential. I said it on a a previous episode before, and I'll say it again. For me, one of my biggest fears, one of my biggest fears is that if I could get to heaven and see the potential, like the person I could have been, right? If I get to heaven and I see the person that I could have been, that's going to crush me. Because now I know I did not do everything I could have done to be who I'm meant to be. That's why we always finish the tag. First, you must know yourself, and then you must know what what you're meant to. Come on, son. Right? (laughs) Humans should grow towards their fullest potential. When a change is needed, we'll know it through a sixth sense. So how do you grow that sixth sense? That's that's the cue I'm going to leave for Carl right there. How do you grow the sixth sense so that you can actually learn how to personally grow? Go ahead. So first, let me start with this quote that I heard from uh, Eric Thomas. So I went to an Eric Thomas event back in 2017. And during the event, E.T. had said something that I thought was very critical just for, like, people in general. Because, you know, when you think about it, a lot of times we think that a reason we're not where we want to be is based off of, you know, some circumstance that's outside of our control. And he said, what if the fact that you aren't where you want to be or you don't have what you want to have is because you aren't the person that deserves it. And like, we really had to like sit and think about that for a second. You know what I'm saying? And he said it again. And he was like, when I say that, let me explain to you guys. What I mean is that what if everything you want, every goal you want to accomplish, every dream you have for yourself, it's there on the horizon waiting for you, but you have to grow into the person that is worthy enough to be able to have it. And for me, that was just like, wow. Because it really puts things into perspective. Like at the end of the day, no one is to blame for you not being where you want to be except for yourself. You know, like you, you say you want, this amount of success you say you want to reach this goal you say you want to be able to do this you say you want to be able to have that but like are you really the person that deserves that and like I think about that you know in terms of that 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 it also relates to what you said Paul you know like your biggest fear is for you know you to get to heaven and see like the potential for who you could have been and so like it's the same thing but it's you being able to realize that while you're here, being able to take a second and be like, damn, this is where I want to go. This is what I, this is, this is the person that I want to be. 
what am I going to need to do to get there? And that's where that personal growth and that personal development comes into play. Lucky for you guys, you have a podcast that allows you to be able to go through personal development because I mean, this is personal development right here, guys, like being able to listen to this podcast is going to allow you guys to be able to start changing the way you think, you know, start really molding your mind into how can I get what I want? How can I grow to be the person that can have the things I want, you know, or how can I develop into the ideal version of myself, you know? And I think a lot of people overlook like the power of reading books and doing affirmations and, and listening to podcasts and, and going to seminars and stuff like that. And you have a lot of haters out there that say, oh, you waste money going to a webinar just so you can hear people tell you, oh, this is this is what you should do or like this feel good stuff and, and all this rah-rah and whatever. And it's like, at the end of the day, if that is helping you become a better person, if that is helping you grow, well then, yeah, I, I think that's something that you should do. You know, for myself personally, I think the reason that I'm in PT school right now, I think the reason that I've been able to see the amount of success that I've been able to have is because of all the personal development that I have done. You know, all of the, the books that I've read that started molding my mind, you know, all of the seminars that I've attended, you know, um, I think personal development is also a matter of making sure that the power of the mastermind is strong. And when I say the power of the mastermind, that's the principle that comes from uh, a pretty well-known book called Think and Grow Rich, where basically the power of the mastermind is essentially the people who you encircle yourself with and that are around you are the people that are going to help you either grow or are the people that are going to hinder your growth. And so it's like, if I'm hanging around people that are actively trying to better themselves, then by default, I'm probably going to be the next person that wants to do the same thing. And so I think it's just very important for us to not underestimate the power of reading, the power of affirmations, the power of, you know, listening to these audios and these podcasts and things like that, because it's training your mind. Just like if you wanted to have a, a flat stomach, you know, or if you wanted to put on muscle or whatever the case may be, you're going to go to the gym, mm. right? You're going to go to the gym. You're going to make sure you're feeding yourself the right things. You're not going to be going to the gym and, and go to McDonald's every day. You know what I'm saying? You're going to make sure you have your protein. You're going to make sure you have your veggies, your fruits, you drink water, things of that sort. So like if you're trying to grow, then would, you, would not doing the same thing in terms of personal development help you grow? Because the difference between me and let's say Warren Buffett is the fact that Warren Buffett's mindset is on another level compared to mine. Why? Because he's trained it. Yeah. 
he's he's he spent countless hours reading and and continuously working on himself and trying to improve himself because he understood that in order for him to be able to have the type of success and type of wealth that he has he had to undergo that change he had to undergo that development and so the only thing separating you from the ideal version that you have of yourself in your head is you the only thing stopping you is you and the one thing that will always 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 help you continue to grow and help you to be able to move forward is personal development there's so many things guys in these books and podcasts and and seminars that we don't know and it's like the more you're able to get that information and the more you're able to process it your mind begins to expand and when your mind expands you you begin to start brainstorming you begin to start thinking of of the things like Facebook, Zuckerberg, you know what I mean? You begin to think about Apple, you know, Steve Jobs. You begin to think about things that are that are bigger than what you can see. Again, last episode, Intangible Forces, you know? And it allows you to be able to bring those things into fruition. So don't ever underestimate the power of personal development and personal growth because the only way you end up with what you want in the end is if you develop into the person that's worthy and the person that deserves to have those things all right so guys we're going to be holding uh the carl born jr school of development online webinars are going to be wednesday night at eight <laughs> Wait on it. <laughs> They're online, man. <laughs> no, that's real. That's, that's real. I was just looking it up, and it's saying that Warren Buffett reads like fifty to fifty-two books a year. Which, you see what I mean? By exactly. the way, if we take note, there are fifty-two weeks in the year. So my man's running. That he's reading books. He's reading books. Um, on top of the five to six newspapers he's reading every year. And then like yeah. 500 pages of like corporate reports he's reading per day. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's crazy. But it's a different level. You got to operate at a different level. And that requires discipline and growth. I'm not going to add to what Carl said because Carl hit it. I don't want to taint it in any way possible. <laughs> <laughs> that I feel inspired. I got an exam I got to read for. I feel inspired. <laughs> um, y'all we're gonna leave it there leave it a little hanging a little bit we met you with a lot so take some time brood over it really really think over it and then on the next episode we'll go into it we're gonna talk about the message me if you want to know what we're talking about next uh, i want to leave you guys we're going to be talking about the 55 powers of wealth but we're not going to get into that just yet um so if uh, you have been listening faithfully, yo, do us a favor really quickly. Um, whenever you get a chance, please go into the Apple podcast, rate, subscribe, comment, review. Um, what that does is it tells Apple and these other um, tells them that what we have to offer 
is super, super helpful as well. And it also helps us get to more people. So first, you must know yourself, and then you will know what you're meant to be. Y'all have a good night, good morning, good day. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Stay rooted, guys. We hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the Rooted Deep Podcast. We're so happy that you decided to join us this week. As we go forward, we just ask that you continue to share your thoughts with us, message us on Facebook, on Instagram, wherever you can find us on our social platforms. If you have any questions, also feel free to ask them there as well. As we go into this next week, we hope that you guys are able to just take the lessons that we've shared today, the experiences that we've shared today, and apply them to your own life so that you too can be able to enhance your own personal experience. Don't forget to be the most vulnerable version of you and just remember that you do matter and you have a story to share as well. We'll see you guys next time.